Hello, and welcome to the Connecting Badgers podcast. If you are someone coming into the fall semester wondering what services, mental health services at UHS has to offer, if you need an overview or reminders of services you've already attended, curious about what's new, or if you have parents who are anxious about you coming to school and you need something to give them so they stop asking you questions about things you don't know, listen to this episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Connecting Matters podcast. We are your hosts. I am Gitanjali Deole, mental health provider, students of color focus at UHS. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm Andy Schwabi, extended care manager in mental health services, and my pronouns are also she, her. And I'm Casey Tice. I'm an access specialist um, and use she and hers pronouns. So like Andy described in today's episode, we're going to talk about the variety of services that mental health services offers to students, whether you're an undergrad, graduate students, um, whether you're just coming in or have been at the university for some time now, this is an opportunity to know about all of the services that you can access and all of these services are free. So it might be a good idea to start thinking about if you need support, if you want to know more. We will give an overview of all of the different options going section by section um, and at the end have a reminder about crisis services as well. Um, If you are interested in getting started at mental health services with any one of the services that we're about to talk about. The first step is scheduling an access appointment, which you can do online or by calling our front desk, um, and they will get you scheduled with one of our providers. Like you may have heard Casey mention, she is one of the access providers, so you might speak to her. But that is really the first stop for getting connected to any individual services, any group services, um, any of the additional things that we're going to talk about. The other resource that can be really helpful in getting this process started is going to our website where you'll have links to all of these different services that we're going to talk about. Now, the one that people typically think of when they think of connecting with mental health services is the individual counseling, which is also what we usually think of when we think about therapy or something like that. We do have brief and intermittent counseling at mental health services. Is um, It is short-term counseling that's pretty goal-directed, so it is focused on one particular achievable goal. Um, you might be meeting with them every few weeks, and it will really be up to you and that counselor to determine how long you're going to meet. Um, for folks who might need a little bit more extended options or want to meet more frequently with a provider, we have something called You Will, which is another company we partner with that also offers individual counseling um, and also a brief model, but may have a little bit more availability than we do. Um, one thing to keep in mind um, is that we need to reserve some spots for as many students as we possibly can, which can mean our schedules fill up pretty quickly for individual services. Um, that is why we have lots of other options as well, besides just the individual counseling. Yeah, 
I'm excited to share about our our groups program. So one of the things we might talk about in an access appointment, you also don't need to have an access appointment if interested in a group, but it might be one of the things that we go over is our groups program. And we have a huge variety of groups and workshops that we do um, over the, the fall semester and, and throughout the year, but like fall semester in particular, we seem to really have a lot available. Um, generally, they're in a few different, I guess, types of categories, I would say. So um, there are like interpersonal process groups that we have, those um, really great uh, option for those, you know, if you're going through relationship stuff, um, experiencing some loneliness, depression, anxiety, grief, low self-esteem. Um, it's really a nice um, environment just to be able to like explore, identify feelings and be able to like give and support, give support and also just get some, some feedback too. Um, so those could be really great options. We also have um, either like support groups or certain theme groups that we have. So um, they might be identity focused groups um, such as like our APIDA student support group that we have or like the black women's groups. They might also be more around certain themes. Um, and so there's the challenging codependency group that we have, group for dissertators, graduate students. Uh, definitely want to highlight the international student support groups that Kitanjali is running for fall, LGBTQ support. So we've got a lot of themes um, in that regard. There's also um, more of like the psychoeducational groups and workshops. So these are more focused on providing skills, psychoeducation, um, tend to be more short-term than um, the groups. Um, so there's, for instance, like the ADHD skills training group, um, which focuses on managing traits of ADHD. So you don't necessarily need um, an ADHD diagnosis um, to join, um, but really just helpful as a way to, you know, improve overall health, time management. Um, and those can be really helpful groups. And it's kind of neat because we pair with RecWell for those two. So also meet in person for those. But there's also like dialectical behavioral therapy, uh, skills groups, um, workshops for graduate students, managing anxiety and depression workshops, student success workshops. I'm going on and on, I realize, in terms of different wellness, meditation, mindfulness groups, um, ones through survivor services for survivors. Um, there's a lot out there, I guess, suffice it to say. 
Yeah, and all of this information is available on our website and you can check it in our fall schedule, which was, will be updated soon. It gets updated before the start of every semester. I do want to say that um, a lot of people feel hesitant about joining a group because individual counseling is what we see as the norm out there. And we do know that there is research showing that group is as effective as individual counseling and the idea of being in community with other people can be helpful. We also have had feedback given to us by students who were hesitant to participate in groups at the beginning, but then when they did, really liked it. And um, for some groups, you don't even need to make an access appointment. You can just call, and that doesn't mean that you're joining the group. That just means that you'll have, an, have a chance to do an orientation meeting where you get to know about the group. All of that being said, if you still are somebody who's like, oh, well, these all seem like really big commitments, weekly group or like uh, ongoing counseling, there are other options which are not as uh, ongoing of a commitment. Some are just what Casey mentioned are workshops and um, which focus on specific skill training, like things like stress management or um, work-life balance as a graduate student or building relationships, communication, things like that. And those are usually one hour, 1.5 hour, um, talking about self-care, things like that. And you can, there's no obligation. They are often anonymous also. So you can just come attend the workshop if it's online. If it's offline, obviously people will be able to see you, um, but you can just come attend, no expectations and just gain some skills and leave. Um, and then the other really good service that we have for somebody who kind of just wants to dip their toes, talk to someone informally for a little bit is our Let's Talk. So Let's Talk has many sections running for different kinds of um, different different populations, different departments. And so we have an international student Let's Talk and a PETA Let's Talk. We also have Let's Talk specific for business school, engineering, but then also general Let's Talks. And what you do is you basically just get on a link and have a 20 minute conversation if it's an online one, if it's an off offline one, you walk to the room, there's a provider who will be able to talk to you for 20 minutes, just to kind of see what counseling feels like or to talk about a brief thing which you can actually uh, talk about in 20 minutes. So that's also some of our other options. Um, and then we're gonna switch gears a little bit and talk about some other um, services that can be accessed at UHS. And I'm gonna pass it on to the other hosts to do that. In the realm of counseling related things and therapy that we think of, we've got a few different specialty areas within mental health services, which includes substance use treatment, um, which might involve a substance use assessment to determine how significant of an issue might be going on and really um, explore the relationship between the individual and whatever substances they might be using. Um, there is also a couple of folks who specialize in substance use recovery who do that brief and intermittent ongoing counseling with folks, as well as then some ideas for referrals out into the community if more support is needed. We also offer couples counseling and for couples counseling, um, only one individual in the relationship needs to be a registered student. If you have a partner that you would like to seek services with, you are still welcome to 
um, do couples counseling through university health services, even though only one of you is a student. Um, so absolutely something to still contact us about. You both would need to go through an access appointment to do that, but you are able to do that. We also have some eating disorder services, which includes a support group um, and then also another assessment process um, to determine if a, a diagnosis applies to a person or if there's a less significant issue going on, and then to help determine what next steps might be for that particular person. Um, in addition to those specialties, we actually have an entirely um, an entire additional department within mental health services, sort of adjacent to mental health services called survivor services, which you would have heard Casey mention a little bit earlier. Survivor services is the term um, that we use for anybody seeking services for a lived trauma, particularly interpersonal violence. Um, so they have their own access providers where you're speaking to somebody who specializes in trauma recovery and treatment um, and is very sensitive to anything related to that uh, that might be relevant in how we approach a conversation, the questions we ask, and also the treatment approach. Um, they offer the same things that the rest of mental health services do. They have groups and they have individual providers um, and things like that. The other thing that they do that is a little bit different is they have um, a survivor advocate. So that's somebody who can be involved to talk to police with somebody or just recover after an incident um, or help deal with navigating things around campus and, and stuff like that. Um, survivor services, you can be directed there if you call for a regular access appointment, or you can schedule that survivor services specific access appointment as a separate thing and not have to go through the regular mental health service one. And one of the things we actually didn't touch on too much was in terms of care management. Um, and so one of the things that or terms you might get heard thrown around is um, care management. And so what that is, if you meet with a care manager, like we can also help you get connected to services outside of the university. So it could be for a variety of different reasons. Could be, you know, if looking for individual counseling and, you know, interested in like more frequent, longer term or, or specialized care, we can help find outside of the university could also be for uh, psychiatric services and getting connected. Um, could also just be resources um, otherwise in terms of uh, mental health treatment in the community. Yeah. One other thing I'll plug there, um, my title is extended care manager, which means that I do longer appointments for care management with folks. In addition to mental health resources, we can also talk about things like resources for access to food or transportation or housing um, and lots of other things in that type of realm. So overall, what we're saying, um, I believe, is that no matter how big or small your concern is, we'll either be able to find something for you at UHS or we'll be able to help you find something that meets your need outside in the community. But in order to figure out which one is a good fit, um, reach out to us, make an access appointment, call on our 608-265-5600 option two, or make an access appointment through your MyUHS portal. And again, as a reminder, the access appointment is a 20 minute consultation to look at options, to figure out services um, and kind of brainstorm what is a good fit for you with one of our access providers. Um, 
Yeah, so reach out and we have so many resources. We'll have something or the other for you, either inside or outside. One piece that I know a lot of people and a lot of families are curious about coming into um, the university is psychiatry and looking for someone to take over medications. Just to give a very brief overview of our um, psychiatry department within UHS, we do have psychiatric providers as well as primary care doctors who are willing to prescribe medications. Um, that is something that absolutely we can help guide in access or speaking directly to that team, whatever we might need to do. But primary care generally is comfortable prescribing medications for things like depression and anxiety. And if it's anything else on top of that or anything besides that, that's when we usually would recommend meeting with a psychiatric provider instead of just a primary care doctor. Our team, our psychiatry team here at UHS um, is there and most utilized by folks who don't have access to a lot of community resources, which might mean people who are coming from across the country and their insurance doesn't cover anything in Madison, um, or they for any reason don't have or want support from family, um, and so they might need resources that we can give them. And international students is another population that um, use our psychiatric services a lot, again, because of lack of options in the community um, or potentially just lack of knowledge of how to navigate our healthcare system. Um, there are absolutely some spots for students who um, don't fall in any of those categories. More likely, um, we will route you to a care management appointment and you will have support in then finding a provider in the community. Anytime, regardless of the service that we are saying, the community would be a better fit. We at Mental Health Services are absolutely still here to support with that process. So even for psychiatry, access is a place to start, and then you might be routed through care management as well to have that conversation. And we just put a lot of different options out at you, but to reiterate Katanjali's point, like if ever there's a question of what fits or where should I start, or is this really what I'm looking for? Like always, always reach out um, at any point. Yeah, give us a call, what book an appointment, we will help figure out what is that that best fit. So whether that's that's here or elsewhere, we will we will help get you connected to where you need to go. Thank you so much for listening to us and being curious about all of these resources. Um, as a reminder, this podcast isn't a replacement for mental health services and should not be used as such. If you do need support in mental health services, please reach out to us at the phone number, web book and appointment. If this is a crisis situation, if you need immediate support, please reach out to our crisis line at 608-265-5600, option 9, or call 911 if it is a life-threatening emergency. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and good luck to everybody transitioning into the fall semester. Thanks, everyone. Take care.